Twila Manibudnik Twila Wakana Padnik Nigana Biako Manklankla, Marwachanga Kana Mina, Nigwangadi Mani the Budnik and Yatana, Irindi Yata, Tandendanga, Wada Irabina, Nainari Kamatbi Maricha. Hello and welcome to this podcast coming to you over the lightning brain being the internet. My name is Mickey O'Brien, a descendant of the Ghana people, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to here to the Adelaide Plains. We uh, call upon the spirit people of our ancestors to bring you good blessings and to send away that sadness. We say that our face, it tells us where we've been, but our heart tells us where to go. Never say goodbye, always say see you later. So, nakara to you, nechaya, thank you for coming, because you're the important person when you come to a place. Nakara, nechaya, nakara, nechaya. Welcome to the Triple H Podcast, where we embrace vulnerability and encourage authenticity as we have meaningful conversations with the people in our lives. We're your hosts, Dan and Jed, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Everybody listening right now, I asked Dan how he wanted to start the episode today and he said, I reckon you should hit the record button. That's the sort of rubbish that I have to put up with every single time we put these headphones on and he's smiling at me right now because he knows I'm putting him on blast. But Dan, do you have anything to say for yourself and your your behaviour? Yeah, you're going to have to just deal with it for the rest of your life. Rest of my life? Yeah. It's funny about that because um, I'm actually currently working on signing you out of the Triple H podcast. <laughs> that does not I've, surprise I've me. been working behind the scenes. And I'm coming on. Yes. All right. <laughs> see? That's what we need. That's what we see. We're changing up the game. We're, we're changing it up we're getting and better I'm looking. zucking you. We're getting better looking. We're getting smarter. <laughs> so much smarter. We're getting funnier. I don't know Evidently already. Evidently. Dan, how probably, are you? Probably better at, and probably better at basketball as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely not. Dan, how are you? I'm fantastic. It's so good to be back for another podcast and especially with the guests that we have today. We Pretty have the, cool. Pretty special. <laughs> it's always, always well, the same sort of vibe on our episodes and today is going to be hopefully a, a lot different and I'm really excited for that and, and I'm really, really excited to learn some things as as you would say as two males, we, we get to sit <laughs> and learn some really uh, unique things today about quite a special human but I feel like you... I yeah. have a really good introduction for this person and, and keen to hear how you came across our guest today. Through their girlfriend. I'm a massive- You're kidding. No, I'm a massive skating fan. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And oh so my I was God. following Hayley yeah. and then one thing led to another and then I saw uh, she shared, she shared your page. Yes. And so I followed it from there. I, instantly, I just That's didn't even so think. Funny. I didn't think once. I just followed it. And that and would have been like the first- It was the first thing. Your first thing that she- yeah, first thing that I did. And then I am a huge, obviously, Chantel Otten fan. So mm. then I kind of was like, had that experience of enjoying that content. So Absolutely. I was like, oh, why would I not add more? I need I need, an, <laughs> I need, all the tips. I need all the tips and knowledge I can get on sex. That's Isn't that right, Dan? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was, yeah, it was a no-brainer. And it's been really nice because a lot of the time when you do content and, and for Dan and I, a lot of the time we're trying to get people who – have a name for themselves in some way yeah. or have a big following or things like that. But it's really nice being able to sit with you purely because I feel like we're in a very similar situations. We're yeah. both not 
crazy influences. We're sort of still trying to make it. Absolutely. To get there. And so that's why it was kind of nice to reach out because I felt like it was like a very kind of in unison, in um, bilateral sort yeah, of experience absolutely. to reach out and kind of bring each other up because especially in what we do in social media and podcasting, et cetera, et cetera, content, it's very easy, especially in Adelaide, it's very easy if people want to bring you down or not want to lend out a helping hand. And yeah. since being in Melbourne and getting in contact with you and so many other amazing people it's been really lovely that's so good and that's why we have the wonderful magical and incredible (laughs) alex sharon how are you i'm good i'm good thank you so much for having me here this is great how are you guys we can't complain about anything yeah we're wonderful living yeah we're living the dream yes living (laughs) Um, melbourne melbourne yeah having a ball yeah Yeah, it's been fun yeah how have you guys liked it i love melbourne i'm here frequently yeah um a lot of my mates from school live over here, so I'm really lucky. Oh, beautiful. And this trip, I think, was a pretty, like, solidify, like, yeah, you just need to move. Really? Oh, do you reckon you'll move? Yeah. <laughs> and no. Yeah. Like, I really, really want to, yeah. but I feel like I've spent so much time here on holidays, it wouldn't yeah. be much of a change for me. I want exactly. to go, you know, Somewhere France. New. Bigger. Yeah, I'll do in it. France. You want bigger things. That would things. be awesome. Not even Melbourne. bigger. Not even, not, not saying well, bigger than Melbourne. Different. I just mean, like, completely different. Like, yeah. I want to completely shock to the system yeah. that is Jed Wolford. So yeah, go to LA. Yuck. No thanks. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Star. I will be a movie, a movie star, star one day. You'll be making movies be. and and songs. Thanks, man. Especially with the fresh ink. Yeah, that'll true. Ouch. Yeah, that'll make me look cool. Maybe look like JB. The goatee just <laughs> needs to get a bit bigger. Goatee needs to get yeah. bigger. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> Alex, how are you coming off a big flight? Mm. How are you feeling? I'm good. I am pretty tired yesterday. <clears throat> so I landed yesterday at 10 a.m. Um, and it's currently the day after at like 4 or something, yeah. 4.30. I'm feeling good. I think it's slowly catching up to me, me though, the, the little jet lag. Did you stay up? Like did you go to sleep at a normal time last night? I did. I went to sleep at 8.30 and oh, then I woke cool. up at 4 and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to go mm. back to sleep. Went back to sleep. It was fine. And then I woke up again at 7.30. Cool. So I'm feeling good. But, yeah, just so happy to be home. That was a crazy experience. Long trip. Yeah, obviously so you were supporting your partner, Hayley. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So just, she was just riding around for uh, – who was she skating with or she, for? So she skates for Nike. Yeah. So she's out there at the moment. Just casually. Just cash. <laughs> Name just drop. Cash. Yeah, shout out. Shout out Naki, hey? <laughs> yeah. I love Hearing Dan's face. I love Dan's face. As soon as you said that, he went, oh, God, oh, that's Nike. cool. He's like, if you guys, you can't see this right now, his eyes kind of just looked down and he went, oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, what are we doing with our life? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why aren't we skating for Nike? Oh, uh, that's the question, isn't it? Anywho, um, skating for Nike. Yeah, yeah. So we, so she's over there still. She'll be back for a long time in October. Um, so it's a little while until she gets back fully. Um, but we just had a holiday. Like we went to Seattle, we went to Portland, Park City in Utah and LA, like downtown LA. What was Seattle like? Said so good. It's good. A lot I of people do it. rate Seattle quite highly. Yeah. As just, what, what, what makes it so good? Legal I weed. Think, yeah. <laughs> no, I hate weed. Fun fact. Yeah, there you I go. I can't stand Fuck you, it. Jed. Okay. Yeah, thanks Sorry. a lot, Jed. Yeah, yeah. Trying to just, I'll, I'll sit out. Yeah, no, see you later. Um, <laughs> um, Seattle was awesome because it was – Jed still sat out, by the way. <laughs> it was awesome purely because it was so artsy and just very – everyone could be their self there. Like there were no questions asked. It was really clean in, ten, in terms of like the, like the footpath. Like 
everything was clean, like there was no littering, um, everyone was so nice, the food was good, the shops were cool. Like, I'm sure you would have felt home with the weather as well. I, yeah, well, actually, it didn't rain once while I was really? there. Really? Wow. No, so what I can remember is um, Twilight and I remember they yeah. uh, lived up that way yes. because the vampires couldn't see the sun. So every time I think of Seattle, <laughs> I think of uh, Twilight. Yeah, Edward that's And I'm just now every time I think of Twilight, I'm thinking it's always cold uh, and miserable because yeah. they can't see the sun. Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Um, I'm team Edward. Yeah, good. I'm team Rosalie. Okay, (laughs) sure. Nah. Out of left field. Team Edward or team Jacob? I don't know. It's team, what do you mean? I I think it's, I think it's Edward. Always. I mean, Jacob's cool, but like, you know, Bella's a vampire. Can't fuck with it. No. And and Edward is like the main character, so. He is. Naturally, don't He's the goat. Gonna support. He's the goat. The main character. Edward Cullen is the goat. But yeah, no, that's, that's awesome to hear about that, about. Sort of because because America, for example, everyone either goes to New York or LA, yes. but then or San Francisco, exactly. or a, a Philadelphia or a Miami mm, on the east side. Mm. Not always a Seattle. No, nah, it's not never. probably everyone. And Portland as well. But everyone raves about yeah. how nice and relaxing Portland is, and obviously Nike headquarters are there. So well, is that one of the reasons why you yeah, guys went to Portland? Yeah, one cool. of the reasons we had, and then Haley had like family friends in Portland as well, or like her, her like mum's family friends. We met them. Um, so Portland was cool, but we stayed in downtown, um, and because of the COVID, um, lockdowns and the riots recently, it was super, super quiet and super dead and homelessness was really rife as anywhere in America. I feel like, because they don't really, they don't have Centrelink, they don't have commission housing, like they don't have Medicare, blah, blah, blah. God, the list keeps going. I I thought, I didn't think you were going to, I didn't think you were going to stop for a second. (laughs) Yeah, no, so... Portland was cool. We went to the Nike store out in um, Beaverton, which was really cool. cool. Super, super cool. Did got you a get few things. Anything cool? Yeah, I got some. I got some shoes, heaps of clothes. It was pretty much just like chocking in your bag and like oh. let's go. It was so it was bizarre. Well, well <laughs> next time, next time you go, we'll to bring uh, you Oregon, along. Just, yeah, I'm not even. I don't even have to go. Just bring me a little goodies bag, just like okay, a little we'll little do. treat bag, <laughs> size ten, size <laughs> so, size ten and L. <laughs> Write it down. All right, got it. I got it. Um, yeah, no, it was cool. <laughs> it was good though. It was a struggle bringing it back on the train. That's all I'll say. I'm surprised you didn't purchase another suitcase. <laughs> well, did. You did. <laughs> Sorry. Good. Smart. Yeah. At least you got your money, like your money's Absolutely. worth from that store. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Obviously I was attracted to your content and keen to learn more, everything concerning sex because it's such yeah. a fascinating area yeah. and it's such a evolving and ever-moving sort of field and an area of which I feel like is really being tapped into in some more academic way and more Mm. in a relatable way for human beings and ensuring that the environment concerning sex and sex health and sex life is being really changed and and it's really, really exciting to be a part of it. And you're obviously at university, still studying. What year are you in? I'm in my first year. First year, yeah, I love that. I've chopped and changed so many times. This yeah. is like my third degree. Cool. I guess. Like I did a year of two other things and had breaks in between and I always knew I wanted to do this, always, but I never knew that it was actually a career path. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you loving it? Year, love it. It's so good. What about it? I love – so – Currently I'm doing just like an arts degree and then that's where I go off and master in sexology after that. So I think with the arts degree, I love the flexibility of being able to choose exactly what I want to study and also the study load. It's like last semester I did full-time, practically like full-time work, um, having two jobs and doing the Instagram page and building a website and 
all that sort of stuff. It was so overwhelming. Um, and so this semester I'm just doing part-time uni, same amount of work sort of, but with more opportunity and more time to focus on content and like, you know, furthering my knowledge so that I can bring it out to the page and the website and further things coming up soon. So, yeah, just, I love it. Just for those listening who aren't aware of what your job is and, and what the things you do, did you want to just explain some of the things that you do and, and what a sexologist sort of focuses on? Yeah, so I'm currently at uni studying to be a sexologist so that's sort of like the end goal and what I do personally I have an Instagram account called Talking Sex with Lex and it's basically a platform uh, and I guess a safe space for the exploration of sex, sexual identity, gender identity, um, protection, all that communication like that's a massive thing and it's basically just a place where people can come and feel safe and feel heard and feel like Whatever they're thinking, whatever they want to know about, they can find it there or have a platform to go off of from that. So that's sort of what I do. Like I'll talk about things that don't get spoken about in regular day-to-day conversations, which they really pushed under should. The rug. Yeah, exactly. Like what, why, why do you think that is a thing? Like for you personally, everyone has their own opinions, but yeah. what's your opinion and one of the reasons why that gets shunned upon or just gets pushed to the side? Well, I feel like sex has been stigmatised for so long as just this like, oh, like you can't talk about it. Like everyone does it, but you can't talk about it. Similar with mental health, like everyone goes through things, everyone has, you know, things that they battle, but again, it's sort of shoved under the rug. And I'm not, honestly, like I don't even know why it is, but it is. And it's such an issue because that's when people... They don't know about contraception or they don't know about assaults or they don't know about warning signs or STIs, HIV, blah, blah, blah. So because it gets shoved under the rug, because it is stigmatised, there's no platform then to help people who need help unless it's for unless you want to go to a GP or to somewhere like that who, who might not feel comfortable with talking about it because sometimes you get – like some people don't even get to talk about it with their own parents because they don't talk about it because it's such a taboo thing, because it's so personal, so intimate. And I think because of that, if you talk about it because it is so intimate, so personal, some people could think, oh, that's so slutty of you. Like, why would you be talking about that? When it's so natural and it has to be talked about for you to protect yourself, protect others. Like, it's just such an important conversation. And even if you're not inclined sexually, that's still important and it still falls, falls on the spectrum. Like having those conversations about yourself with yourself with other people who you love and trust is so important. Why sex for you though? Because it's a big thing to jump into that career mm. of that one thing. Is it? Do you just love sex, or do you love all the things about sex, or do you love breaking down the barriers that are up with sex? Is it about breaking down social norms, or what is it about sex and sexology that makes sets your soul on fire? I think for me. As a woman, I don't know one person in my life as a female who hasn't been sexually assaulted or impacted by the male gaze in any way, myself included, and it's horrific and no one talks about it nearly enough. So I think that breaking the barrier between what gets shoved under the rug and what is just accepted, like generally accepted to be okay and what isn't, like I feel like we just need to talk about it so much more I'm so passionate about it because it happens to everyone and no one knows about it. Like I tell some of my male friends, this happens to every single female practically. Like sometimes it doesn't, which is awesome, but more than not 100% it does and they're shocked. And I'm like, why? how are you shocked? Like it happens all the time. And I feel like 
for me, it's I'm just so passionate about it to raise the awareness, but and also to let people know that sex is fun and like you can make sex into what you want to make it into. It doesn't have to be this reproductive sort of norm and like you have to do it male and female, like sex ed schools like tell you about. Like when I was in year ten doing going through like sex ed um, education or whatever, it was like learn how to put a condom on and like learn what your period is. It wasn't what sort of lubes will cause you bacterial infections? How can you have sex with females, males, other genders? How, how do you approach gender identity? How do you have sex that's fun for females? Because all they talk about is having sex that's, like, fun or pleasurable for males. Like, I think it's similar to, like, Chantelle Oten's book, like, The Sex Ed That You Never Had. It's, like, trying to tell people that sex is fun but also talking about it. Communication is the number one thing. And with anything to do with sex. So I feel like having that conversation and that communication is so important. What I'm getting from that, it's about communication. Mm. And for you, it's about changing social norms and also changing unconscious behaviour, I think, by human beings a lot of the time of breaking down why are the things the way that they are and not just being okay with that. Yeah, 100%. And also because sex is awesome, I think. Shout out sex. (laughs) Shout out sex. It's cool. And like... I don't know, a lot of my friends like sh- feel like worried to walk into a sex store and buy, a, I don't know, a vibrator. I'm like, own it, girlfriend. Like, yeah, walk yeah. in, buy a dildo. Like, Why live would your you life. Not? Yeah. Yeah. I have a chest full of <laughs> yeah. at home and my mum, like, knows about it. She's like, oh, I'll move your toys for the cleaner. <laughs> like, thanks. Do you feel like your relationship with your mum in regards to that has almost helped you feel so comfortable about it? Like, I think Like, so. she's almost supporting you. And that's the thing, it's... Sometimes people want to have that, but they find it difficult because yeah. of the people around them. It seems like you've had a situation where it's almost been accepted and norm so for you. So accepted. So um, a lot of my friends, um, they don't talk about sex with their parents or like their family members. And for me, that's always been so like confusing because ever since I've started having sex, when I, I first had sex when I was 17, that's when I lost my virginity, I've always spoken about my about it with my mum. Like that's always been a topic of conversation. There's nothing, honestly, like it sounds fucked, but there's nothing that I've done that my mum doesn't know about. We're so close in that way and I feel like that's – because we are so close and because I know that other people aren't as close with their parents or their mum or that person for them, it sort of confused me. I was like, why? Like as if you're not that close to your parents and obviously like every relationship with their parents are different or their guardians are different but – I think I'm so comfortable talking about it because I always have had someone to talk about it with and I've always been so passionate about it and having the ability to let it out and to talk about it and have it not be a bad thing, like have it be, oh, that's like awesome, you know, I shouldn't say that, but, you know, like having a really supportive soundboard has been really, really good. Just comes back to communication again. <laughs> Absolutely. And that yep. was, that's one of the biggest points that anyone makes in regards to sex is just that mm-hmm. communication is key and, and it yeah, goes from there. Yeah. But, you know, thank you for speaking about that and I'm sure we'll delve into it more. But, yeah, it's really good that we have more education about it and lucky we've got you to uh, educate <laughs> not only Jed and I, who need it the most, but uh, – <laughs> Or uh, all those who are listening. So thank you, Alex. <laughs> no, thank you so much. You touched on your mum and that relationship and those sort of connections. And I feel like we're going to dabble or maybe a little bit down the family line when we discuss mm-hmm. the first H of your triple H, Alex, your mm-hmm. hero. So please, yeah. the floor is all yours. <laughs> thank you. So 
My hero, I would definitely have to say, is my brother, Max. He is, like, the most incredible person ever. When he was born, he had a really rare disability. Only 20 people in the world had his disability. So it was very, like, what's going on? You know, is he okay? Will he live? Blah, blah, blah. So he's intellectually delayed, speech delay, behavioural delay, learning delay, fine and gross motor delay. Like, everything is delayed. So he's basically like half his age and he'll continue to move at that sort of speed, I guess you could say. So he's my hero purely because the way that he carries on life, like he's got three fingers on his right hand, he has surgeries and, you know, he gets picked on for his disability all the time. And even in high school, he's in year 10 this year and he's going to be in year 11 next year doing VCAL and stuff. And the way that he handles himself and the way that he picks himself up and cares about his family is like something that I've never seen before. So I'd definitely say that, my, yeah, Maxie, my brother's my hero for sure. Shout out Maxie. Maxie. How, <laughs> how old are you, Alex? I'm 21. 21 and Max is 15, 16. Yeah. Have you always been close? Always. Always? always. Since he was born. Yeah. yeah. When he was born, I was six, five or six. And I obviously like don't remember much from like that age, but I do remember just holding him in my arms from that young age instinctively being like I'm going to take care of you like I just love you so much and obviously like that's like my mum's job but as an older sister I'm the oldest he's the youngest I've always looked out for him and he's always been there for me through everything like he even when he doesn't know really what's going on he'll have this sort of inclination be like are you okay like you know how are you feeling like are you hurt blah 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 like he always sort of knows what's up and we've always been close like we've we always do things together. He would FaceTime me all the time when I was in America. His one thing, he was like, Alex, I don't want you to go because I won't be able to protect you when you're in America. And I was like, Max. Because you'd almost feel the same same way. Yeah, It's like, exactly. I don't want to leave you because I want to protect you and, yeah. I, and I want to make sure I'm always looking after you. Do you 100%. feel like sometimes it stops you from doing things because you feel like you always want to be making sure that he's okay? How do, how do you go with those things with – going overseas or going mm. interstate for a bit or just yep. being away from home quite a bit. Are you able to switch off and, and have times where you're not having to overthink all the time? If Is he yeah. going to be okay with certain situations? I, I can, like, switch it off because mum and dad are so amazing and, like, they love him so much and he's so well cared for and he's pretty self-sufficient. But I do sometimes worry because he does get picked on and, you know, kids don't like when things aren't normal because in their head they haven't, develop to think oh okay like they're completely fine they're just like a bit different to me and I'm different to them like there's no normal everyone's just a bit different yeah most of the time I can because I know that he'll be fine if you had to describe Max in three words what would they be I would say light he just brings like the most beautiful light into everyone's lives strong definitely and resilient wonderful so, yeah. light strong resilient What's, what's some things that you see, like is it, choose one of them and, and what would you say would be something you see from that? Like like resilient, like what's an, mm. like what, what would be something that he does that's resilient or or, yeah. or the other two? Like yeah. what would be, pick one and, and choose choose uh, a yeah, situation you. that you, you really see him at the forefront that he's yeah. using that as an example. When Maxi was at his old school, so he's moved, he's now at a school near where we live and he was at a school before, a little bit of further away he was getting bullied at his old school and he was pushed into the bushes so like physically bullied and like pushed in and I picked him up from school 
Um, I did. I picked him up from school quite a bit at that school, and he was just like bawling his eyes out. Like he could not stop crying. He was so upset and so overwhelmed. And he just didn't understand why he was getting picked on, especially by other kids who were also disabled. He was like, "But like we're all here for a reason. Like we're all the same. Like why why are they doing that just to me?" Like he was so just overcome with emotion obviously and then I was bawling my eyes out I was like where's this kid like (laughs) I'm so upset right now and so fast forward to now he's now the um, student representative of his school for like 600 kids so he always takes these things that happen to him and somehow puts them into a good thing and it's like I got bullied but now I want to stand up for the whole school and be a leader and be someone that you can count on. A mentor, on. someone that exactly. they can go to. And 100%. And, like, he has the best friends and friends of all ages. Like, we have best family friends and one of his best friends is my age and they get along so well because he can he can fit in with anyone and, like, he really is a mentor. He is a leader. Like, he's just amazing. Well, let's get this leader on the phone get because the I'm phone. jazzed to give him a ring right now. <laughs> Alrighty. No. I wouldn't be surprised if my dad answers. Hello? Maxi? Yeah. It's me, it's Alex. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Good. What are you doing? Not much. Not much. Where are you? I'm just, um, funny you ask, I'm recording a podcast at the moment and I wanted to call you because they asked me who my hero was. You know what a hero is, Maxie? Huh? Do you know what a hero is? Yeah. Yeah, so they asked me who my hero was and I said that it was you. Hello? No. Yes. Maxie, you there? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I said that you were my hero. Yay. <laughs> You're, so so I said that you're my hero, Maxie, because I think that you're amazingly resilient because you know how you sometimes get picked on and bullied at school and stuff like that? Yes. And how you always fight back and how well, – not fight back, but you always stand up for yourself and you're always there for yourself and now you're the student leader of the whole school um, and I think it's yeah. so amazing that you've been able to flip what's happened to you and become this amazing mentor for other kids. Yes, I do want to fight them, but I can't. <laughs> no, but we don't fight them. <laughs> no. No. Even though, even they start it. Even if they start it, yeah, but we don't fight them because that's not that's not the good thing. We don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good, Maxie. Good. We're having chicken kiev tonight. <laughs> yes. I love chicken kievs. <laughs> no, you've never talked before. What? I've never tried them before. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe a little bit a little while ago. <laughs> but I'm having I'm having the black bean thing tonight. I'm not having chicken kievs. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back. Mm, I'm not too sure. I'll give you a buzz when I'm on the way back. All right. All right. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Chicken Kiev. No joke. <laughs> that. That, Chicken uh, Kiev. That, uh, that I'm calling it now. That is the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. Just because be, because for him, like every time you have a phone call, it would be like just normal and he's yeah, telling you things. So, normal. so in his head, he's like, 
I'm, I've got to let Alex know. Yeah. Um, by the way, we're having chicken tears <laughs> tonight. So you better get home. Alex, ASAP. <laughs> so we can. Maxie, you're on a podcast. We're having chicken Kiev. <laughs> just so you can know. Yeah, that's awesome. But we're also having chicken Kiev. So that's how about equally, you wrap that yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. up and get your house back Honestly, on so we can have though. some chicken Kiev. Equally as cool. Chicken Kiev podcast. podcast. <laughs> or it's like, yeah, but I do sort of want to do fight them though. I love yeah, that Yeah, I do want to fight them. I was like, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough, Maxie. That's all right. But we'll dig it don't. It's proud, such a I, funny one. We're, we're very, we're very proud of you, Maxie, and and that's not easy. And bullying's really tough. And mm. but you're the real hero who can who can take those mean words and the classic old sticks and stones may mm. break my bones. But um, Maxie, you're a true hero, and um, it was awesome to be able to be a part of that. Mm. And we'd love to meet, be able to meet him one day. Absolutely. But I think it's probably he's he's probably shaped you in in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Where he he's almost taught you about being strong yourself yeah. and and like we've all spoken about, we've all had critics and man in the arena and that sort of that saying where people will try to bring you down. And I'm sure someone like Max, um, you, you use that to, to really push you towards great things. Yeah. I'm sure that's special. 100%. Um, yeah. It's, it's quite incredible, quite incredible um, human. Yeah. No, he's awesome. I haven't met one person that doesn't like him. Like he's just such a, an easily likable person. And I feel like he just makes life so simple like there's always so much that goes on in life but I feel like he's definitely brings it all back to like what's happening in the now which is awesome chicken Kiev chicken Kiev that's what's <laughs> happening in the now chicken that's all that Kiev. matters so funny what does he love the most quickly before we move on to our next haste what, mm-hmm. what does he love the most so Max is a funny one because every month or so he'll get fixated on a topic so right now it's like robbery mm. Don't know why. He got so fixated on boxing that he wanted me to get him a cage for his birthday, like a boxing cage. <laughs> like, obviously, like, who wouldn't want what's that? Been, yeah, sure. What's been the the craziest? So, like, where where uh, people are like, okay, do we almost say, no, we can't get into yeah, that? What's so, been the craziest that he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to do this. Yep. I'm doing this. And so he um, – he was like, I'm going to go to jail, um, I'm gonna, but not, not to maximum, like just like low security prison, like I'm going to rob something so that I can go to jail and I can help the prisoners be better people. And I was like, Max, you know, love the thought, but you can Lovely totally do that from the outside. What a martyr. <laughs> just, I, yeah, yeah. I'm just here for the Jesus people. Christ, the second coming. <laughs> Honestly, Host Max. I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm here, here to save I'm you. I'm here to help you. Like, <laughs> let's get this thing going. Is that a recent one? Because obviously recent. we're talking about robbery. Yeah. Uh, and now this is – so it's so Now he's almost... working out how we can do the robbery. Yeah, he's yeah really... exactly. He's honing in on it. On his skills. We yeah. should – all right, let's uh, – just maybe keep tabs on that one. I think so. On Maxie. Just in case you see in the oh, headlines. Max. Max Sharon <laughs> on <laughs> robbery. Maybe that was him at the at the front of the place we were staying at in LA. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now we get into the middle part of the podcast and Alex, we dabbled on and you talked about when someone goes through tough times like Maxie does often and Maxie gets bullied and goes through these really tough experiences. And But you can also learn a lot from those and I think that's a really beautiful thing about hardships that we sometimes forget to touch on and, and talk about is that a lot of learning comes from those. And as human beings, we can look to the silver linings when we can, but often sometimes tough is just, you know, tough times are really, really hard and, and are really struggling and, and take a lot out of you and sometimes they just need to be considered like that. So Alex, obviously... Middle H, your hardship, mm. but please take as long as you need. Take your time. This is obviously safe space for everyone. Yeah. And we want you to obviously part of the family now and we treat you like a family member. So yeah. be as comfortable as you wish. Thank you. 
So my hardship would definitely be right before COVID, for some reason my family attracts suicide and I don't know why. Um, So in July of 2019, my best friend, like forever, her dad killed himself in yeah July of 2019 and obviously we went into lockdown and then after that it was sort of like a snowball effect of people close to us people around us killing themselves and like going through massive waves of depression and losing their battle unfortunately um like close family friends you know I think I counted there was four people in the space of two years that we were close to that committed suicide or killed themselves um so that was really really hard especially because there was like absolutely nothing we could do about it like we were stuck in Melbourne lockdown it was the harshest lockdown of the the whole entire world like we couldn't leave I couldn't even see my best friend to like make sure that she was okay um I couldn't go see my friends who I hadn't seen in months especially when all the hard things were going on so I think that for me definitely was probably one of the hardest things I've gone through having so many people that we love and that we care about like lose their battle with depression and then not be able to do anything about it and not being out not even being able to go to the funerals or not being able to you know be close to your friends like and even like I lost one of um a primary school friend um not to depression but he was 18 and it's like how does that even how is that even okay so yeah death and Suicide definitely tend to have a way of like sticking around with our family, which and like family friend circle, that sort of thing. So, yeah, that was definitely the hardest thing I'd say. Firstly, thank you. Never easy to share those things. I think it's really amazing how you phrase that. I really like that you say, uh, lost their battle with depression mm. and to depression. I think that's a really great way of mm. language yeah, and changing it because it's super easy to not respect depression as an illness. Oh and God. just consider yeah. it as um, an egocentric or a selfish person selfish, thing. That's and what gets me. Yeah. So thank you for that. No, thank you. What moment do you feel like within that hardship and through that tough time was the lowest? Was there a specific moment that you really felt like, look, this is really tough to deal with right now and I'm struggling? Yeah. I remember being in Haley's apartment actually and – we had just found out that um, one of our family friends had just passed and I was sort of thinking in my head, like, how many more people can we lose? Like, like when is this, like, line going to end? Because this is so, so sad and so just, like, upsetting and devastating that so many people were losing their battles all at the same time and they couldn't get the help that they needed. Hospitals were overflowing, obviously, due to COVID. People that I knew were getting turned away from emergency departments. Some people tried to get help so much but they kept on getting turned away and it's like totally get that COVID was a fuckfest and everything was completely drained, resources were drained, but we lost more people to suicide than we did to COVID so it's like how can how does that even like make sense like how is that okay so I think that realization of like this isn't this isn't helping people like this is making people go over the edge and this isn't okay so I think 
after that one in Haley's apartment, I was sort of thinking, like, when's it going to be over? Like, why do we keep having to lose people to this? Like, it, it was just, yeah, it was really hard. And also at that stage I was going, I was changing through unis. Like, I was so lost on what I wanted to do because I didn't realise what I am doing or studying and whatever could be a thing. So I was, like, completely lost and my partner was about to go to the Olympics and I'm like, I'm just fucking sitting here doing fuck all <laughs> and you're on your way to, like, you know, do this crazy thing. So I think it was everything at once was just hitting me and then there was issues with Haley's ex-best friend at the time. And Was it quite a lonely time, especially when Haley was to then go to the Olympics, mm. you just being by yourself with – one, not having a partner anymore, like she's yeah, yeah, not yeah. with you, like uh, support and then obviously dealing with um, the loss of family friends and at the same time not being able to really have your family support as well because of all the lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. It must have been quite a tricky period to really get through. Yeah. It was super hard and that's when my eating disorder was probably at one of the worst places that it's really ever been since it started because there was – and, like, as weird as it is to say, like, there was no one checking up on me physically because when you're in your room alone because it's COVID, you don't want to leave your room. You're probably either not going to eat or you're going to eat so much. And it's or a snowball where, where a snowball. it's just you're already flat so you're like, I don't really want to go yeah. outside. I'm not feeling up to it. I kind of want to be in my safe space. Yeah, exactly. So it just piles on and just goes and goes and goes. Yeah, 100%. And so, like, the realisation that, like we're losing so many valuable people to us, not even just within our circle but in general. Like, you know, people losing their battles to depression is the most devastating thing and then having the eating disorder come back and Hayley being away and then having massive issues with her ex-best friend at the time, like which resulted in just complete another mayhem. Like her and I almost broke up because of, you know, this situation. So it was just like... A really shit time, not knowing what I wanted to do. How do you feel like you were able to manage that time and manage that hardship and spoke on your eating disorder and you spoke about those issues with relationships and you spoke obviously about depression and and those dark times and those grief and dealing with that grief. How do you feel like you came to terms with things and came to what you are now and feeling better, not in that space anymore? How did you do that? And I guess was it a... Overcome it. Yeah, how did you overcome that hardship? I think it was definitely leaning on leaning on my family 100%. And also I have really amazing friends and we would have like a weekly Zoom session. Like I'm sure everyone did by the end of it. I hated Zoom. I was like I never want to see Zoom again. But I think I lent on my family a lot. And I also took the time to like sit with my emotions and be like this is so horrible but it happens for a reason And I'm the biggest believer that everything that we go through happens for a specific reason. And we don't know what that reason is at the the time. Like we don't know why it's happening until we're supposed to find out why. And I still don't know why that happens. Like I just don't – I don't know why it happens but I know that it does and you can't fight it because it's always going to be there. Like like things like this happen all the time and it's horrible but I think leaning on my family – knowing that it happened for a reason and knowing that you can't change it. Like no matter how you feel, what you do, like it's not going to change anything, which is hard. And it was a really tricky realisation, but sitting with it and leaning on the people that I knew were going to be there for me the most was, yeah, definitely really good. You never know when your bad luck is saving you from worse luck. 
we've um, we've said we almost say that almost every single episode after Mitch said it. Yeah, we have we have an episode with a guy called Mitch, and he just yeah told us that tagline, and we just can't stop yeah. coming back to it because yeah. it's so special. Yeah. Because it's that idea of, of when something happens, and we like to draw upon things and think about fate or destiny. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you can't deny fate. Like it just it is what it is what it is. It has happened, yeah. and what has happened is going to happen. Yeah. You never, like, you just, the things that you're going to learn from these things are so special and can be so pivotal, but you have to kind of be along for the ride and, mm-hmm. and go through this roller coaster of life. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much for sharing, Alex. Oh, that's okay. Last H, highlight, Alex. Highlight. This one I think has been the hardest one to, like, think of. <clears throat> Is that common to people? Yeah, well, that's the so hard, hard thing about, I feel like there's a lot of people, like, a lot of highlights. It's mm. hard to, it's like, the whole thing. It's hard to pinpoint one person. Yeah. It's hard to pinpoint one high, hardship mm-hmm. and it's really hard to pick one highlight. I don't yeah. know what I personally think is the hardest to pinpoint one. I like to say if you're struggling, just gut reaction. Yeah. Just give whatever kind of comes like, yep, I always like to think about it also. Hmm, this is an interesting thought. I got told this by my housemate um, last year and, and we were talking about my weight because I sometimes – I do. I struggle with my weight and I yeah. and I and I feel, you know, not skinny enough or not enough yeah. strong enough or whatever yeah, or yeah, feeling like yeah. I gotta lose weight. But then I remember my my housemate once I was talking about how I was feeling about my body and she said to me, Think back to your happiest time, your happiest highlight, your memory. And I thought back to it, which was the highlight we talked about on the pilot, Dan, but she asked me, If you were ten kilos lighter or heavier, would it make any difference? Yeah. And I went, No, it wouldn't. And then for me, that's kind of the moment so for me cool. of, of breaking down that for me. Or like if yeah. you look back and if you were different to what you were, you looked a little bit different yeah. or fitted in a different T-shirt, would that highlight still be a highlight? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course. And that's kind of, I don't know, just kind of yeah. <laughs> sitting on that sort of, uh, especially with your experiences with EDs and, and things like that of moving forward. I guess I like to look at it like that. Like what moment in life is really pure? Yeah. What moment in life has been really pure and awesome for you that you yeah. can look back and just be like, yeah, that's that. There's yeah. not, There's nothing attached to that it can just yeah, be a really beautiful thing it's amazing i don't know why and i think it might be it might be because of something coming up so i'm going to hamilton island in november with Haley and her family and stuff but when you said highlight there's like two things that sort of come to mind it's so random taking a helicopter from i think somewhere to hamilton island like just a, hel- a helicopter ride being able to see like the whole entire ocean with my family in the helicopter landing on Hamilton Island. Like, oh, maybe it wasn't Hamilton Island. Anyway, a helicopter ride. <laughs> Can't really remember exactly where. Somewhere with water. Somewhere with water and land close by. <laughs> but actually, no, it was from Fiji to Castaway Island. I actually Island. was going to say, I was going to jokingly say, oh, let's just say it's Fiji. Fiji yeah, no, it was <laughs> Fiji. I'm so sorry. That was so bad. Fiji, she cast away island and we took a helicopter and it was just, I don't know, the feeling was just indescribable. It was the most like freeing feeling ever and it was sort of, for me, like it sort of represented like the feeling of like new beginnings and what's to come. It was awesome, just that surreal feeling and they did so many tricks in the helicopter and like that was incredible, although... Not too many, hopefully. Not, not. too many. Just, <laughs> Imagine <laughs> land up in the sea. Yeah, doing a spiral turn now. Yeah. I'm oh, all good. Let's just keep flying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll pass. But then five days later there was a massive cyclone and we got stuck in Fiji. So it's just so bizarre. Um, cyclone Evan in Fiji. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it was big. It was a biggie. 
And then my other highlight, there was one day I woke up and it was summer and uh, I think it was summer of 2020. So borders were sort of open or whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to go get my car and like just drive, like just drive anywhere. So I ended up driving from my house in the inner city to Anglesey and then to Lawn and sort of just like drove around and I sat on the beach like for hours and I was just reading and I was sitting there and I was just like soaking in everything and I was just so happy and so content to be there and like so overcome with so many like positive emotions and I felt so happy like being at the beach the beach is 100% my happy place and I love like I want to move to the beach so badly I'd say that that would probably be like my biggest highlight is just going there like feeling so free amongst all the COVID bullshit like from one serious lockdown heading into the next one unknowingly I think that was yeah a massive massive highlight the special thing about highlights is that sometimes not all the time but sometimes they come from build up of hardships and yeah. it's, and like we have spoken to a couple of people where it's a lot of build up of shit and things not really going right and mm. then you have this one moment where you where you're starting to get really better and you're feeling really good and it's the cherry on top where you're like I've really mm. evolved and I've got through this no no one ever gets through everything but I yeah. I'm on the right track you're moving with I'm it. moving forward I'm evolving and and obviously we talked about your hardship and, and both the helicopter and mm. the beach yeah. both seem like really special moments for you where yeah. you felt, you know what, I am moving forward the right people with the right attitude, with the yeah. right purpose. Yeah. And they obviously both had water. Absolutely. Both yeah, both water. Do you both feel like free. it calms for you as well? Like mm. that's a, um, we've spoken to people who use use the ocean as an, a mindfulness activity where they yeah. feel at present and they yeah. can feel like they can relax and – Yep, 100%. Because I feel like when you're at the beach, usually, well, there is service like on your phone and stuff, but like when you're in the water and when there's waves, like you physically can't think about anything else apart from getting dunked or like getting sucked out by a rip. It sort of makes you focus on the present and like makes you think like I'm right here right now, you know, I'm not worrying about anything else. Well, that's for me personally and just being there. And I feel like for me life is always, well, not life, but a common theme with me is like getting control back and like, you know, being in control of my life. And so going down to the beach where there's like such vast openness, it's like anything's possible. Sounds weird, but that's what I think. Where, where are you going to move to? So we, we're talking moving to beaches. Yeah, I want to. I really want to. Where Where's your dream, dream spot? I don't know. Like obviously Byron would be sick. Or even just in the interim, like Janjuk would be cool. What's what's some go-to places here in Melbourne? Where where's the re- like a really nice spot here and a beach spot? Okay, I love Great Ocean Road, um, Torquay, beautiful. Like love Torquay. Yeah, we've heard Torquay. Yeah, Lawn is cool, but very expensive. I would say Torquay, Anglesey. I love Anglesey. My cousin used to live there, so I'd go to her house and like we'd go surfing and just like chill at the beach. It was so good. Um, I don't love the other side of the bay. It's very, like, pretentious, like Sorrento, Portsy sort of vibes and like, no. And then Apollo Bay is really cool as well. Point Lonsdale, Queenscliff. Especially with the name Apollo. Apollo Bay. That's a really cool name. Mm. Yeah, my future child name is Apollo. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What's the story? It's cool. No story. <laughs> Apollo, Apollo Creed from Rocky. Mm-hmm. Apollo, the, like, the Italian god of the sun. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's just cool. It's a cool name. Maybe you could be tan. Oh, one could hope. <laughs> and then the you pale could, beast that I am, one could only dream you could, that you my could child name is 10. Alex. Apollo, Apollo Alex, Alex Wolford. 
Here sure. We go. sure. What makes you think it's going to be Wolf? It could be your wife's last name. Or your yeah. husband's. My husband's. Or them. Or theirs. Could, could be anyone's. No, no last name. Yeah, it would just be Apollo. Apollo. Like Prince. Just Apollo. <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, I there love you go. it. Well, Alex, your Triple H is done. How do you feel? Done. Good. I feel good. Weighed off a shoulder happy. a little bit? Yeah. 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 No, I do. Thank you so much for inviting me on. It was so fun. What's What's one thing you feel like you really learn about yourself after after this conversation? I think that it's important to talk about what holds you back or like the trauma that you go through. With any sort of trauma, like it can either hold you back or, or it can fuel you, like to push you on to do better things or, you know, give yourself a purpose. And I feel like I, I don't talk about, you know, my stuff enough at you all. You need to because it's yeah. important and it's special and it's inspired both of us and mm, yeah. now you're here. When you tell your story, it makes it easier for others to potentially understand their their stories as yeah. well and can relate and we can empathise and as humans we can connect. Absolutely. Everybody listening to this, if you felt moved by Alex's pod, thank you. Send thank her you a for being part of it. Send her a message, give her a follow. Where can everyone follow you, Alex, and get to know you? So I have my sexology account is talkingsex.withlex or just my normal Instagrams, alex.sharon. Yeah, so those are the two. And I also have a website, but I've got a link tree on my Talking Sex with Lex Instagram account to my website and potential other stuff. Hit that link. Go crazy. Go crazy. Alex, what's one thing that's gone well the last week or last little bit of time or what's one thing you're looking forward to coming up? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited to start uni again. Like, I can't wait. Really? I'm, yes. You're crazy. I'm You're crazy. It's so weird. Like I just love studying. I love learning new things. It's well, I it's mean, because you're passionate about what you do. So you yeah. want to get through this period and you're like, there's the end goal. Mm-hmm. I really want to be there so I understand that I'm going to have to do these Put things in the to work. get there. Absolutely. And that's that's special because because yeah. you the people who are at uni for those exact reasons yeah. are the ones that want to be there. 100%. And the ones that are just trying to chip away because they have to get at the at the yeah. end of it, yeah, like they're just sort of getting along. Well, that's what happened to me. Like I was just sort of like getting along <laughs> when I Jed. did <laughs> when I did nursing, and then I did accounting. I was like, yeah, absolutely not. I was like just barely passing because I hated every second of it, and now just love it. Like don't want it to end, but I do because then I can be a sexologist and do what I want to do. <laughs> all right, yep, cool. I've been attacked. It's all good. <laughs> Come on, my podcast are you okay? and attacked are you okay? me. You okay? fine? Would you like to unpack that? It's fine. <laughs> it's it's a, not it's my fine. triple H. I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine. What's one good thing that's happened the last few months? By your trip, obviously. Was there a special moment on that trip? Yeah, actually, liming around Seattle was honestly. It sounds like. I don't know what it sounds like, but it was just like... Sounds like liming around in Seattle. It was sounds like... Sounds like an absolute ball. It was like the best thing ever because we... It was Haley, her brother and I, we were just like liming around Seattle and it was like just the best moment ever. Not hilly? It's not too hilly? Not too bad, but we were always going down them, funnily enough. So pick up that speed. It's pick going it quicker. Up. Pick it up. But apart from America, probably... I don't actually know... Winter sucks. It does, doesn't <laughs> like, it? Especially yeah. if someone who, like yourself who loves the beach loves and the beach. and feeds off that and uses that as motivation mm-hmm. to be even bigger and better. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Although one more America thing, um, saw Tash Sultana live. Yeah, cool. I saw you crying. Cried like a fucking baby. Yeah, yeah, big tears. Tash Sultana. It's done. What is it about them? I love them. They do really cool things with their little loop. 
Mm. Mm. Step sister, um, like started her oh. music. Like her, well, she's, her, she's actually performs all around Australia and stuff. So Teenage cool. Jones, bit, bit of a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she got into uh, her sort of style of music yeah. through through um, Tash. That is so cool. No, nah, Tash is incredible. I don't know. I just yeah, I'm a bit of an so icon for you. Just their story and their music and. Like I listen to their album every day, all day. Yeah, word. Yeah, no, I love them. Any final words, Lex? <gasps> nah, just keep smashing. Thank you so much for having keep me. Keep smashing. Keep smashing. Just yeah. Just keep smashing. I mean, I feel whatever like whatever that means. Dreams. Exactly. Whatever that means. Sex. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> People like out of careers, money, like plates when you're angry. Nike, yeah. just do it. Just do it. Plates when you're angry. <laughs> keep smashing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's such a. I love that. You want to smash. Just, just do, do it. it. Just as do long it. as it's not other people in, you know, we'll non-consentful we'll ways. <laughs> we'll, be, exactly. we'll be expecting an email from Nike saying, hey, we, um, we don't allow you to use us logo. Yeah, so, copyright. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Dan, any last words? I'm just, yeah, really grateful to have you on, Alex, and it's been awesome to learn so much. And, and, and oh, I'm fucking 22 years old. I don't know shit, as we <laughs> no, say all the time. And, <laughs> and, and I'm going to get things wrong all the time. And I'll put my hand up and say it's it's that's life. Which and is I, and awesome, I think I just – Biggest thing is just try to be the best you can and if you make a mistake, that's okay. Just try to really learn from it and educate yourself and, and sit back and just look from it afar and, and if you can improve on that, that's the main thing. But, yeah, yeah I've learned so much and, and well, it's been so really good. good to have you on and, and now to uh, to have you part of our family, it's going to be uh, really important to use you more going forward. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been so amazing to talk about things and hopefully start the conversation a little you know, sort we might of get have it to out have you once bit. on every year just to check on how we, how how we are doing and how everything's going. <laughs> Absolutely. Hopefully, We'd love that. hopefully we can get some really good um, community people in our group sending you messages and asking yeah, questions, starting awesome. those conversations like we've said. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Wonderful. Thank you, Lex. Thank you. All right, everybody. Ciao Bye. for now. Thanks for listening to the Triple H podcast. Like and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Music to stay up to date with episodes and follow us at the Triple H Podcast on Instagram. If you wish to get in touch with us, send an email at the Triple H Podcast at gmail.com. Special thank you to Prizefight for providing the theme, his song, Vulnerable. And thank you to Uncle Michael O'Brien for our show's Welcome to Country. <laughs>